On this episode of View the Right Thing, Wes and Steve suit up in their astronaut gear as they explore the mysteries above and below the surface of the 2009 Duncan Jones film, Moon. And now, it's time for the latest episode of View the Right Thing. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Indiana You the Red Jaws. I told you I might only retire it for one week or one episode. It was there. One glorious episode. It was pretty glorious uh, on our at the beginning of our Goodfellas episode, where I made. A huge mistake that nobody has that nobody has tweeted me about yet, which you. is fine because now I get to correct the mistake, and I don't have no, to no, send no. anybody a prize. Don't don't correct it. We'll we'll send everybody that's listening to this one. If you didn't listen to the Goodfellas one, or you only listened to it once, not looking for the mistake, they should go back. I think I'm off the hook. Nah, I, I don't think so. Hook. I don't think so. Yup. Let's let's give it one more episode. All right, everybody. If you didn't listen to the last episode about Goodfellas. Listen to it. And if you did listen to it, listen to it again and then tweet at Steve in NoHoWood when you discover the mistake that I made about the movie Goodfellas. I say this mistake with my voice a few times during the episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, first person to tweet, tweet at me about it. Not Instagram, not Facebook. It's got to be Twitter. First person to tweet about it, pointing out the mistake, gets a prize. I don't know what the prize is yet, but I'll figure out uh, something inspired by Goodfellas. This is Steve trying to get his 1,024th follower. Hey, I'm, d- I'm not against that idea. So again, listen to View the Right Thing from just the other day about Goodfellas and look for that mistake and you win. Folks, can I call you folks? I think you can call them folks. folks. Well, what about Viewsters? Viewsters. Yeah. My friends. My Viewster friends. Let's let's get Steve up and his Twitter followers. Let's get him past. He we need he needs a greater number of Twitter followers than people he's following. So, yeah, I was there for a little bit. Let's let's make that happen everyone. Let's let's go follow Steve. If you're not already following Steve, I heck, even I'll I'll go and follow him right now. Just to refollow me. I mean, if it'll make you feel better. It won't bring your numbers up any. It won't at all. But I'm okay with it. As I say, you know, I don't act for trophies. Somebody, uh... And I don't tweet for trophies either. Somebody somebody tweet at him what his mistake was and then comment about how the person on his profile picture would be so disappointed in him. Uh... Not profile picture, profile banner. Did you see that tweet I made while waiting in line uh, at the drive-thru on my way here to... Uh, I did not. What was it? Well, I only just discovered this earlier this month. Somebody, just a little while ago, in February of this year, created a Sharknado Clerk Twitter account using my face as the, uh, as the uh, profile picture. Was it you? No. And they tweeted, I don't know, four or five things that are just kind of like sort of paraphrased lines from my, it. from my role in Sharknado. And uh, I think it's very hilarious. I'm very confused as to why they waited almost three years to do this. But I also desperately want to know who it is. Um, did you follow them? I sure did. 
Wow. As soon as I discovered it, but they haven't tweeted ever since then. They 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 set it up. All their tweets are from like J- February of this year. And did you, did you tweet at them? Were you I like that? That them. was me. I followed them. I tweeted at them, and I haven't gotten a single reply from them. And I don't know who it could be. It wasn't me. No. Nope. I don't know either, man. Wait, you didn't say you don't know. You said it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I don't know. Who could it be? Who can it be now? Who can it be now? That might have been too much song to use legally in a podcast. That's all right. We'll be we'll be all right. It's a cover. It's a cover, and it was like way less than thirty seconds or whatever. Steve, tell me, yeah. have you been to any movies since uh, since we last podcasted? I'm pretty sure I have. Well, yeah. well, we went to one together. Actually, we went to one together yesterday. Should, should, should we talk should about we it? Talk, we can talk about that. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, do you, have you seen any besides that one? I must have, but what? <clears throat> Excuse um, me. I'm racking my memory banks. Let's see. No, last time we talked about everybody wants some. Um, we talked about. Oh gosh, what was the most recent thing I went to see? I went to see something way over at the Van Nuys plant, and now I can't even remember what it was. But I do remember enjoying it. I have a challenge I want to issue you, other right. than our current movie challenge. Okay. Um. So get a better memory. Uh no. Oh. Well. Yeah, okay. I wanna, I, I'm going to go ahead and issue it on air. Get a better memory? No. Oh. Uh, so, Civil War is coming out. Right. So my challenge... Captain America, Civil War. Yeah. Cha- my challenge to you is, come over to my house. Uh-huh. And let's, um, let's watch, like, uh, Winter Soldier. Let's watch Iron Man 3. Let's watch... Uh, Age of Ultron and Ant Man in preparation for Civil War. Not necessarily exactly in that order. Mm. I think we should do that. Here's the thing, though. I've sat through all of those movies mm-hmm. a good handful of times. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sometimes I'll just slap on Captain America one or two in the background while I do my work. How many times have you watched it with me? Zero. Zero. But still, I've seen it's them special. a lot. That's it's called a challenge for a reason, Steve. It's special, but that's a lot of movies to try to watch in preparation for a movie that comes out in two weeks. about two weeks. Yeah, we got two weeks. We don't have that kind of time on our hands. Sure, we'll make time. You just listed what five movies? Maybe we can skip one or two. If anything, let's just watch Cap Two and Age of Ultron. Well, because I, I think Iron Man Three is going to play into this. Yeah, but I've seen that a lot. I've only seen it twice. Have you seen it in three D? Because I have it in three D. Yeah, I saw it in 3D. Uh, really? It was in the theaters. I don't think I saw it in 3D. I want to watch it in 3D. That's a lot of movies. Calm down. That's a lot of movies. Calm down. If, that if, I've seen a bunch of times. If anybody tweets at you that you should do this, I think you should do it. How about that? Come on, Viewsters. We got, we got to trim down that number of movies. But, okay, I'll consider trimming down the number of movies. Cap 2. Got to be Cap 2. I th- Got to be Iron Man 3. I think we should just watch Cap 1 and Cap 2. I would I would be willing to do I'm just uh, no, I'd be I willing, watch those all the time. <laughs> I'd be willing to trim it down to Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier, Iron Man 3, I am and Trey, Age of Ultron. Yeah, cuz I don't think Ant-Man is 100% necessary. The I only, love Ant-Man. The only reason it's totally necessary. I want it's not. I've only seen it once. Yeah. So I'd like to watch it again. You know what else we should watch? The Black Panther movie. Oh wait. He hasn't gotten his own movie. He's going to. 
They have a director. I mean, everybody they... else got an origin story. Nah. And now Black Panther's just going to get. Not everybody else didn't get an origin story. Hawkeye didn't get an origin story. He was like a cameo in another movie, someone else's movie. He had his origin story in Thor. No. <laughs> and That's uh, not true at all. I mean, he had his origin story in uh, the Bourne Legacy. You know, the Black Widow kind of got an origin in the last Avengers movie. How many movies bit. has she been in? She was in Iron Man 2 before. Yeah. And his other ones. Black Widow. So I'm just saying. All right. I am up for some version of this challenge. Okay. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Let's I'd say it. three movies tops. You're going to see Civil War before me because you'll probably see it the day it comes I'm going to go see it the first minute that I can. I'm not going to see it till uh, Sunday that it's out. I Sunday might the 8th. see it that day, too. You're more than welcome to join us. We're seeing it at AMC in the Prime Theater, but I'm it's not, not cheap. Their yeah. prices. Oh, man, it's so good. I got a theater right in my backyard. I've literally driven see, to this theater in two here's minutes. Here's the problem, Viewsters. Here's the problem. I $6 to see a totally Steve awesome movie. Steve doesn't truly love movies. reclining seat doesn't truly really yep assigned seats i I want to come and they were built in the last year i want to come check it out please do i want to see how big that screen is it's right there in my hood uh does it have atmos sound i don't know i watch game of thrones on my iphone 6 i don't really care about screen size have you ever seen the tv in my living room no i've never been in your living room it's uh, i've never been invited into your living room it's a big box tv never been invited to steve's house that's what I'm saying. You're not missing a whole lot because I mean, I'm if, about to describe my TV to you. I've That's what you're not long. missing. It's a big box TV that's maybe 28 inches. I don't know. All not right. a huge TV. That beautiful, be- be- beautiful thing. I'm pointing to Wes's TV. Yeah. That thing is uh, that thing's the Mona Lisa of TVs. You don't have to, to you know, advertise my TV or anything. Oh, okay. It does do 3D, though. It does do 3D. I, uh, my house uh, has a pretty rock and sound system right now. Yeah. The neighbor came over and complained one day, and this is the first time it's happened in six years. Whoa. Yeah. Rock and sound system. Man, what other movies have we seen lately, other than that one we saw yesterday? By that, I mean, which have you seen? Because I clearly can't remember the ones I've seen. Uh, oh, I saw Hardcore Henry. Oh, I haven't seen that. Is it good? Um, This is what I will say about Hardcore Henry. Did it Hardcore make you sick? Henry. No, not me, but I've never gotten sick at any real jittery action, sure. packy movies that do that. Um. I enjoyed it the whole time I was watching it. Mm-hmm. I thought it had a really great, uh, just nightmarishly stomach-churning opening credit sequence. Cool. Set to a really cool, uh, I can't remember the name of the band now, but a real cool, like, I'd say mid-80s Britpop tune. Cool. That just, you know, it was a nice juxtaposition. Like, like, of, like Mellow. No, the song was called Let Me Down Easy, and I think it was by the same guys who did Golden Brown on the Train Spotting soundtrack, but mm-hmm. I can't remember the mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. But it was a real just kind of mellow Britpop kind of song set over just all this horrendously slow motion, awful violence. Like I'm talking, you, you literally at one point watch a knife just go into a guy's neck in very, very slow motion. And Chris? it's just like, ooh, it's gnarly, dude. Um, and then the rest of the movie is pretty enjoyable. Mm-hmm. But as I've said to others about this movie, I've never enjoyed a movie and been so extremely annoyed by a movie all at the same time it was a very strange mix well i'm not huge on video games as you know mm-hmm. um and so the whole first person shooter camera angle of this movie yeah was kind of like wearing thin and also it's sort of like it's basically just a found footage movie yeah except that now the found footage is from a cybernetic implant right, in his brain right. rather than somebody who's holding a camera the whole time 
Um, and, you know, for the most part, there are some jokes that are absolutely funny. There's a scene with a horse that I won't give away, but it okay. was absolutely hilarious and wonderful. And me and these two weirdos who happened to be sitting next to me, we were all cracking up and just like, that was so great. Like, that's just the kind of funny we needed at this point in the movie. Yeah. And and there was a lot of other really good. Uh, so maybe they have a good sense of timing. Yes, for sure. And yeah, and there was there was plenty of good stuff about it. But like, I hope that a movie like this, this sort of first person you're seeing through the absolute eyes of the hero the whole time, I'd be okay if that never happens again. Yeah. I almost feel like this is as good as it could ever be. And it was still full of cuts and edits and stuff. Yeah. Um, because basically his cybernetic implants kept, kept glitching out so that they could afford to make edits. Uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd be okay if this style just got put to bed now. Right. I'd be more than okay with that. That's so Hardcore Henry. Uh, four? Seven. What? I don't know. You said four. So <laughs> I, was, I just picked a number two. I was two. trying to come up. I feel like we should have our own thumbs up or thumbs down or our own number of stars yeah. or what have you. You know what I like? I like five stars. I'm a big fan of five stars, but you know what? Yeah. No but movie's like ever gotten five stars. stars for me. Right. And when I used to review movies for Mode Magazine, instead of stars, I would do five or one through five M's for Mode. But what about something that's for us? Uh, Indiana Jones. Four has. out of five sharks. sharks. Shark. Skeletal. Sharks? Just sharks? Well, I mean, that's our mascot is a, is a shark wearing a fedora. Yeah, that's true. Good old Indiana Jones. It's up on the Facebook page now. Oh, is it? I have not seen this. Yeah. What the heck, Facebook? Don't you hate how Facebook like controls who's yeah, stuff Yeah, I don't you like see? the timeline thing. It, I, I keep setting it to most recent instead of yeah. top news, and it just resets itself immediately. Well, I will hunt it down and like it and share it a whole bunch. That's our profile uh, banner. Indiana Jones, look at him go. That's a... That was the Indiana Jones theme, just with words. Was it? That one didn't sound like it at all. Okay, so Indiana four out Jones. of five sharks, is that what you're giving it? Sure. Four out of five sharks sure. with fedoras? Four out of five... Indiana Jawses. Indiana Jawses. Four out of five archaeolo- archaeologist sharks. Four out of five... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we need just sharks. Sharks, stars, sharks. easy to I say. I like sharks. Yeah. Fusters, if you have an opinion on this... Send all your angry tweets to at Stephen Nohowood. Yeah. So that movie, it's like it's got four sharks, but it's also got zero sharks. Well, you got to pick one. That's what I'm saying. It's it's both at the same time. It's, a, like Shr- it's said, a Schrodinger's shark of movies. It's perfectly enjoyable, and it's totally annoying all at the same time. All right. So well, hardcore Henry filmmakers, you did something. <laughs> you made a movie. So a we, cool movie. We went and saw a movie yesterday. Yeah. Uh, it, it was pretty fun. Uh, it was fun. I had some very funny moments in it. I uh, I had a pretty active coffee countdown during you, this You movie. did. I heard you had an active... I did not have, as usual, I did not fall asleep in the film. Yeah. Uh, I was I was pretty entained. Pretty, pretty entained? Entained. Yeah, man, pretty my detained. brain. Uh, entertained. entertained. There you yep. go. Yep. And uh, um, there there was a sheep, and that made me laugh um, oh, yeah, quite a funny. bit. And I wish I wish there would have been more sheep. Yeah, that's my that's my biggest critique. More sheep, please. Maybe don't say that out loud. <laughs> if that's your thing. Uh, I there was also a, a joke I really loved um, that dealt with the classic movie trope, but I don't want to. I don't want to. Oh, we should say what movie it was. 
Yes. Uh, we went and saw we went and saw the new Ratchet and Clank movie, which comes out on Friday, Friday. April 29th, which is after this podcast is released. But the day before Tabletop Day. But the day before Tabletop Day, correct. Uh, we'll talk about Tabletop Day at the end of the podcast. Sounds good to me. Um, it smells delicious in here. It does. We're going to have some delicious food tonight. I'm so, hungry. Uh, Ratchet and Clank, uh, pretty fun. If you have uh, some children, some small children, yeah. or some little kids that you think uh, might like movies, take them. I think they'll enjoy Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I, think, really I think they'll have a really, really fun time with that movie. I really enjoyed uh, the scene where... Uh, Clank's origin story takes place. I really like that yeah, a lot. He's very adorable. Yeah, I like Clank a lot. I like Ratchet a lot. Ratchet's pretty cool. I liked all of them. All the voice actors were, you know, I was excited to see. Yeah. I, you know, it's, I wish there would have been a little bit more Sylvester Stallone. Like, I wish we would have heard him more. Yeah. He, he didn't talk a lot. But. I really felt like I, it was a guy kind of doing a Sly impersonation. Yeah. And it turns out it was Sly himself. Right. Um, but how about it? Paul Giamatti. Yeah. Rosario Dawson. John Goodman. Yeah. John Goodman. Bella Thorne. Bella Thorne. She's from like Disney Channel and stuff, I think. Okay. And uh, and the guys David who... David Kay and James Arnold Taylor. The the real voices of Ratchet and Clank from yep. the games, right? Yeah. That's pretty cool. It was, yeah. It was really cool. My roommate pointed that out before he even knew I was going to go see it. Because he had just happened to post something about, I really hope I get to see the Ratchet and Clank movie soon. Oh, good. And I winked at him. You can't see me winking, Busters, I mean, but I'm winking at Wes. And um, like he said, like, yeah, I'm excited because they're keeping the original voice actors. And I think that's very cool yep. of them to do. Because I worry that a lot of you know products like that get made. And sometimes the studios might just be like, well, let's try to get somebody much more famous in these roles. And, yeah. and that's just mean. Well, I think they stayed really true to the story as well and sort of the humor cool um and uh and you know you can't go wrong with james arnold taylor he's he does so many cartoon voices and stuff yeah. it's like fred flintstone and obi-wan kenobi and oh see the most recent fred flintstone i think so spider-man wow he does spider-man or has done spider-man spider-man who's my favorite hero spider-man's your favorite hero yeah i'm told it's pretty cool i am told Spidey fans will not be disappointed in Civil War. By Underoos. I just heard Wait, that it... Wait, don't talk too much about it, though. Remember, I have still not seen the trailer. This is not about the movie at all. All right, good, good, good. I good, just good. saw an article from Nerdist. Yeah. About things happening at Disney's California Adventure. Yeah, they're moving the characters over there. That have to do with Marvel, yeah. yeah. But I'm told that there's already, like, a Daily Bugle office set up over there. What? I want to go. I just read that today, and I'm like, what the heck? That's And weird. then there's also talk... Did you hear about Tower of Terror? No, is it going to turn into Spider-Man there's Tower of Terror? There's talk that Tower of Terror might be getting a Guardians of the Galaxy overlay. Uh, I'm in. So, like, the whole structure will stay the same and they'll just make it look like guardians of the galaxy instead of paying the licensing on twilight zone i'm in i'm in i'm still scared because i already know what that ride does but you're gonna go on it again because it's guardians of the galaxy. i will because at least i've been on it three times three vomit inducing times but uh yeah. not vomit inducing i never vomited so it's probably gonna I lost be my voice the last to time. coincide with guardians 2 i imagine yeah awesome mix 2 or whatever it's called Awesome Mix Volume 2. Isn't that what's called, like, Guardians Volume 2? Yeah. Awesome Mix 2 or something? I don't know. Something like that. Either way, I'm excited. James Gunn, if you're listening, <laughs> you're awesome. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Let's, do you want to talk about 
the movie about Moon. Moon. I hope you guys watched Moon. I hope so too. You know, it's great because sometimes people listen to movie podcasts and they don't actually watch the movies that the podcasts are about. I'm somewhat guilty of that. Oh, sometimes. I'm totally guilty of that sometimes. Like yeah. with, with uh, we've talked about how did this get made? Sure. I, I uh, sometimes that listening to that will make me watch those movies. Yeah. Uh, this is a case where I really hope people are have watched the movie already because we're definitely going to hit some spoilers. And I think it, the less you know movie. about the movie, the better. Yeah. So if you're listening and you have not watched it, push pause, go watch Moon. It's easy to find. And then come back to this episode of View the Right Thing. Push pause now. And we're back. Welcome back to View the Right <laughs> Thing with Wes and Steve. It's yeah. 2016. He said View the Right Thing. And oh, I did, didn't I? Yeah. Oh, fiddlesticks. That well, I got it so in happy. once. So okay, so moon. Yeah. Uh, now this is about Earth's moon, right? Earth's moon, the moon, the white orb in the sky, most there. nights. Yep. Yeah. So there is uh, some mining happening on the moon. They're mining H three, helium three, H E three, H three. Yeah, I believe it was helium H- three, H-E-3. right? H-E-3. They called it helium three. H three would be hydrogen three, so it'd be H E three. H E three. Yeah. Uh, so basically, it's a uh, moon rock that um, has had like solar rays. It's like radioactive, basically. Yeah. And uh, that is uh, used for um, fusion on Earth to power things cool. and give us clean energy. Clean energy. Yay, from moon rocks. Wouldn't that be something? Uh, the year, they don't actually, I don't think explicitly say what year it is. It's supposed to be 2035, from what okay. I understand. So the not too distant future, Next we're going to have. AD. Clean, yeah, cleaner, uh, cleaner energy. Wow, it's coming. I hope so. And uh, there's a there's this mining base up there on the moon, and they've got a guy who operates it, and he he's on a three year mission. His what's his name? Uh, Sam Bell. Sam Bell. Who's he played by? Sam Rockwell. Rockwell. His name rhymes. Yeah, kind of. Completely. So he so he's he's up there for three years, and he's like three weeks away from Gets, finishing and going yeah. home and seeing his wife and his daughter his who he misses. His baby daughter. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's getting close. And uh, he start, he um, he has a transmission that he gets from his wife and he can't speak live to right. his wife or to his bosses because something's jamming. There's a problem with uh, one of the antennas is blocked. Well, the, isn't he told That's that it's told. just impossible? Well, but then he find out he finds out it's a blockage. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. That there's a signal. Yeah. Jamming it. Um, and uh, no, 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 because he talks about how it's been down for like a really long time. And oh, okay. So, um, so anyway, so his job is sort of to like maintain this base and make sure that these auto harvesters that yeah. go out, they'll kind of like. They look like Tonka trucks, but they're essentially like combines. They go th- they go across the the moon's surface and dig up the the rocks, and they're yeah. on sort of the far side of the moon, not on the near side of the moon. Um, that the official explanation of why they're on the far side of the moon is so as to not disturb the wildlife. <laughs> so um, I don't remember hearing that. They part. don't say that that this uh, that's a that's an inside. Oh, okay. That's a interview kind of thing so as to not disturb the wildlife um, this movie's made by duncan jones it's his feature film debut the director yeah um really really great 
director. I, I like the guy a lot. He did a lot of like commercials and stuff. He has a fairly impressive space lineage, doesn't he? He has a uh, an odd space lineage, you might say. Oh, you want to? You can share that. Well, he's the son mm-hmm. of the prettiest star, the thin white duke, Ziggy Stardust himself, Mister David Bowie. Yeah, the late, the late David Bowie, greatest David Bowie. May he rest in peace. Duncan Jones. And uh, so anyway, so you, you get to see these uh, harvesters just like cutting tracks into the yeah. into the moon surface. Kind of cool. And they spit out a bunch of moon rock in their wake as they yeah. go. It's like a it's like raining moon rock right back onto the surface, which is weird that it all just flies up out of the truck and lands back on the surface right not away. Not so much. I mean, not right away. I mean, it, it has a pretty high arc. Does it? I think it does. I feel like it looked pretty well i guess if it's rock it does have a pretty high arc well and you gotta remember there's a lot of it so some of it's going up some of it's coming down you know you never really see the beginnings of it you always see it in process i feel like it's all there's always just as much coming down as there is going up i think you're you're trying to poke holes well there's no hole there's no hole. there's a bit of a hole with that with the gravity of those rocks so uh interestingly the uh the exterior stuff on the moon? Yeah. Shot with models. Oh, cool. Yeah. Models cool. and miniatures? Um, I One assumes. Nice. Um, one assumes they are not like full size to scale models. But. That, may, that would make a lot of sense. Uh, so he goes out and he, um, he can drive his little buggy into the harvester and make sure everything's okay. If there's like anything wrong with it, you can fiddle with it. Yeah. Uh, th- there are four harvesters, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and... John? Yeah, one of them he renames Judas. I don't. It's not important. It's probably just, John. I don't know. It's just a a funny like he's been on this thing too long, up yeah. on the moon too long by himself. Uh, oh, Judas, why he uh, he keeps himself in shape by running on a treadmill and stuff. A space um, treadmill. Space treadmill. A uh, nice uh, reference to uh, two thousand one, probably. Yeah. He uh, he's been building this, carving this wooden model of his hometown. Oh man, that thing is so cool. He's but e- it's heartbreaking. Eating th- things of food with packets of sauce, hot sauce, and whatnot. Space food. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's marked Soylent. On the- Ew, is it? Yeah. How did I not see that? Yeah. Oh, gross. Um, well, now there is a food product called Soylent. I just heard yeah, an ad for it on the radio the other day. Yeah, I think it's a ve- vegetarian or vegan thing. I think it's like vegan so. It's patties. made out of vegans. Yeah, I hope so. Silent Green is vegan. <laughs> um, and uh, so, like, like I said, he gets messages. He sends messages out. Um, he's his only companion is a robot. Yeah, named Gertie. Good old Gertie the robot. Gertie, played by Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Get it? Kev Spacey in space. E. He playing a robot. He and he, that's definitely a uh, uh, 2001 reference as well. That he's very, very Hal like. Yeah, um, I like that Gertie can move around with him though, and, and he and, and he has can, a little coffee tray on he has his a coffee corner. tray. That's funny. He has, he has a sign. It's always filthy. He has a kick me sign on the back of him. Yeah, that's and, a sweet uh, moment. Um, he uh, he has a little screen that displays a little emoji face. Yeah. So he can smile and be confused or be upset. Cry. Yeah. Stick his tongue out with a dollar bill sign on it. Yeah. That's only when the moon strippers show up though. Mhm. Mhm. Uh so there's a problem with one of the harvesters. 
gets yeah, there is. stuck on something. Uh, and uh, and uh, Sam's got to go check it out. Now, Sam, after having watched one of his videos, gets a little flash. He's right. walking around and he sees a young a young girl uh, around the age of 15 sitting in a chair. Yeah. And then he kind of shakes it off and she's gone. Um, so something weird's going on with Sam, but he goes out, uh, to go check on this harvester and, uh, all these rocks are flying and stuff. And he looks over and he sees the girl standing on the surface of the moon yeah. and it freaks him out and distracts him. And he sideswipes the harvester, oh, which, no. uh, which is stuck. And, um, it, uh, does he flip? Does it, does it roll him on his side? Right. Yeah, it's almost or something. I feel like it almost more like just or puts him in a ditch or put something. Put him in a ditch, yeah. yeah. But like nose first, and he there was he no bangs way to his get head, out, and he bangs his head and falls asleep. Yeah, he sent he sends out a he sends out a distress right, and then he kind of passes so. out. And um, yeah, because I think without a distress, there's no way that what happens next could yeah. have happened. So uh, maybe the the harvester is still spitting up rocks, and it's slowly burying the yeah. thing. So then the next thing we see is uh sam waking up on on like a medical table and gertie's there and he's like what happened he's very clean shaven he had shaved just before he he shaved just before he had shaved just before but he's even cleaner shaven i would say uh sure he definitely looks cleaner than he did when he went into the harvester if you say so well gertie could shave him i suppose maybe you trust a robot to shave you i mean i sure don't so so gertie's there and he's like hey what happened he's like oh there was an accident um you were injured, you hit your head, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, you're waking up, just, you know, take your time. And so he he remains uh, in the medical area for, like, maybe a day-ish, yeah. maybe. Um, and when he gets up and he's walking around, um, he, like, gets dressed and stuff, and he hears Gertie talking to <gasps> the bosses Home back, base. Out, back on Earth. Earth base. And uh, Gertie insists it's just a recorded transmission. Right. And then he was reporting that there was a problem and that they, uh, the place is on lockdown. He can't leave. Yeah. Uh, and that Space there's... Space lockdown. And that there's going to be a um, a team, a rescue team, coming to take care of the problem and, and fix everything. In 88 hours. Yeah. And... It's uh, a long wait. Yep. And so he doesn't trust Gertie. He's like, something something's up yeah so he devises a plan where uh he pokes a hole in some gas line some vent and he's like this place is gonna you know be it's gonna it's gonna be filled with gas or whatever if i don't go out and check outside and make sure that i fix whatever caused this right and so gertie's like okay i'll let you out so he lets him out and of course he goes to just like drive around and figure out why he wasn't allowed to go outside yeah and he finds the crashed rover. The crashed rover being buried by Earth by Moon Rock. The rover. Um, What's inside that rover? The body of a Sam Bell of, of Sam Bell. The body of Sam Bell. But wait, isn't Sam Bell the one who just got out of the main moon station and is yeah, searching? That's true. <gasps> what do we think? Time travel, maybe, possibly. No, maybe. You uh, never know. I'm thinking clones oh maybe clones okay clones. so so he takes the hurt sam bell back and puts him in the uh the med wing and um oh gosh and then we have some confusion going on between the two of them two sam bells yeah and the moon ain't big enough for the both of them right it is but not they're not supposed to know about each other yeah 
Oh my gosh, what's happening to poor Sam Bell here? Uh, well, he has to recover. Yeah, and he's definitely sick, extremely sick. Um, but he eventually gets up, and uh, they kind of uh, just sort of almost immediately accept each other, even though they're like the new one is very untrusting and right. is, is kind of angry, and the old one is just kind of like, "What's new?" <laughs> like, yeah. like uh, nothing surprises me anymore. Yeah, he's been stuck on the moon for three years. He uh, was just yeah. about to go home. Yeah, and here's yet another hiccup. So uh, they proceed to sort of uh, try and live with each other and figure out what's what's going on. Well, I thought they started looking around for the possibility of more clones lying. Well, away. one one definitely the new one yeah. definitely is like you're a clone, and he's like I'm not a clone, you're a clone, whatever. Yeah. Um, and he he proceeds to watch the older. Sam Bell like go about his things like talk to his plants and tend yeah. to them and um, work on the model carve and, his little town yeah and uh, what happens I mean what does happen next well is it Gertie doesn't Gertie warn them about the rescue crew or do they just kind of devise it themselves they kind of figure it out on their own that, yeah I hey, think it's old Sam is like listen like when that rescue crew gets here they're not expecting to find two sams they're they're going to expect to find a fresh sam and the dead sam out there in that rover so we got to come up with something yeah they got to hatch a plan and then uh do they hatch that plan immediately or do they just kind of keep uh keep going around they oh. kind of keep going around for a while they they sort of have this like argument back and forth there's a really great um nod that you don't get immediately in the uh a great nod at the a great wink to the audience to actually tell people what's going on oh, okay. in the film there's actually a couple of them um that you see right away in the film yeah um and then they come back a little bit later on and that's uh one the song that plays when he wakes up from his alarm Hang on, I remember it. Um, uh, um, um, he's um, thinking um, about it. It's not just the two of us. Nope. It's something about my one and only. I am the one and I only. Am, yeah. Yeah. I don't sing, so sorry, people. Yeah, so I'm the one and only plays. We, we get to see that twice. But yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the first time we see him wake up right. at the very beginning of the film. They play that. Uh, it's a little nod that he's not alone. Yeah. And then um, he has a shirt that says, wake me up when it's time to quit. Oh yes, or wake me up, make, wake me up when it's quitting time, or something. Yeah, I think that's correct. Um, so, and the the point with that is, they have a three year lifespan, and when they, when that lifespan is over, and yeah. they are, are quitting, they die, and they wake up a new clone. So right. wake me up when, when it's quitting time. No, they get sent back to Earth, and everything's great, right? Yeah, no, no. Now there are two discoveries made. Yeah. Very shortly. Does the discovery on Earth take place before the discovery of going back to Earth? Uh, I'm, Should I just dig into these? Yeah, I'm not sure what you mean by the discovery on Earth. Sam, and I can't remember if it's new Sam or classic Sam. Yeah. <laughs> one of them goes back out in a rover. Oh, yeah. that drives to a certain spot on the moon where he can make a live space call back to earth. That I believe is new Sam because old Sam is too sick. I think that's correct. Um, and he dials. Oh no, no, no. It's old Sam. 
Old Sam goes out and finds out that call makes the call, and New Sam sees the recording of the call later on. That's what it is. Yes. So Old Sam calls home to his wife and baby. So let's real quick before we before we tackle that. Yeah. The two of them go out to investigate what's going on with the signals. And as they go, they both go out in separate directions and they find the That's the what antennas. it is. They both go out. Okay. Yep. And one of them makes the call. Um, or does he go out alone later? I think it's later. He okay. goes out alone later. Um, I think so. I thought one of them made the call on that voyage. Yeah, maybe. And then he goes, comes back alone. Because he, he drives back and like parks the car, the buggy all weird, remember? Yeah. And, and rushes in because he's super sick. Um. Yeah, they find that there's four antennas out there that are blocking the signal. Yeah, so they can't make live calls. Yeah, um, but it's just uh, rude. But they figure out uh, one figures out how to do it. The old Sam. Okay. Um, we'll call him Sam One. When actually he is Sam Five. five Sam Five. That makes sense. Um, and new Sam is Sam Six. How can we figure out that he's Sam Five? Well, so. Because he makes this call, yeah, um, he calls to speak to his wife, and this young girl answers the phone. She yeah. seems to resemble the girl that he sees in his vision, sitting Quite in the chair and out on the moon. And he asks to speak to, uh, I can't remember the mom's name, but he asks uh, to her. Tess? I don't sure, know. Sure, Tess sounds good. Something like that. And uh, and the girl says, I'm sorry. Tess, she, I was correct. Yeah, good job. Um, she says, I can't. You can't because she died she some died. years back. And he goes, uh, he asks who she is, you know, he asks who, who the girl is, and she says it's her daughter, and, and he's like, mommy died? How did mommy die? And the girl's like, what is yeah. going on? And she's like, dad? And you hear Sam Bell. Sam Prime. Sam Prime. I was going to call him Earth Sam. Earth Sam. Well, Sam. we can't call him Earth Sam, but we'll get to that later. Original Sam. Sam Prime. Sam, original Sam. Original Recipe Sam. <laughs> uh, he is... He he's like, what? And you hear him. He's you like, who is voice. who is that? And then he hangs up the 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 call. Um, and he goes back, and he's super sick, and, uh, and he realizes. Yeah, he realizes. I was heartbroken. He, he is indeed um, a clone. Yeah. And he finds. I think this is where uh, he talks to Gertie, and Gertie like has some pity for him and some yeah. sympathy. And shows him, explains the situation to him about, um, you know, the fact that, yes, you are a clone. They find the video of, of the other guys of the other going home, the other um, Sam's, Quote, the previous unquote. Sam's. Yeah. Uh, and it's interesting to see how you would think that Sam would always have the same pattern. He would always look the same when he, you know, always have the same clothes when he was at his end or whatever. But yeah. not the case. Um, and I think I know why. Okay. That's the case. I don't think they all actually die on the same day. They don't all expire at the same time. Oh. Um, and that's because they are, if you look at, at his symptoms yeah. that he has, um, he is suffering. You know, it's like the hair loss and the bleeding and them losing the teeth and the vomiting. Yeah. Uh, he has radiation poisoning. And uh, I think they're all affected by the radiation and what they're doing at work differently because they don't all do it exactly the same. Oh. So, um, so they would all get the, succumb to that radiation poisoning and probably the cloning as well yeah, at different sure times. Help. So, um, and they, their bodies could just be set to expire, you know? Yeah. Maybe there's something in the DNA that just says after three years, clock's ticking. Yeah. 
So in the video, uh, you see that the Sams uh, are told to go to this like pod. Looks yeah. kind of like a coffin. Um, it's got a window, and they they climb into it to go home. They're going to be right. going to cryo sleep to go home, and the the thing closes up on them, and it, there's a flash of light and some smoke or steam or something, yeah. and then uh, and then they're gone. They're turned to dust. Uh, I don't know that they are. I, yeah, because doesn't it even show it like vacuuming dust out? Then I think they're actually like frozen, like flash frozen. The bodies, right? Pretty sure they're just zapped. In and the then dust. I think, and I then I think that maybe it's possible. Um, I got the feeling that maybe that went somewhere, like no. that the body went somewhere, like underneath, because there's a there's a whole thing underneath there, and this is not the same room that they that the bodies are are thawed out per se, right? Um, but the bodies are all underneath there and there are um I clearly that was all clones still lying in wait some of them are but there are uh th- four chambers that mm-hmm. have red lights instead of white lights presumably the ones that have passed oh weird passed on right so there's yeah i guess that's possible i thought they just got vacuumed into dust it looked they like might. they just got zapped and then there was dust and then it like vacuumed the dust i up. mean you can't really see inside the thing when they get when but the then he even off. finds that weird little like a nozzle thing under the the pod, and there's just all that, that black dust around. Because I thought it was maybe like a freon, like a, that nozzle was for like I don't know, man. I don't know. It could I be they, for sure. It zapped them and turned them. Somebody into gets Duncan dust. Jones on the on the line. Duncan, if you're listening, call Wes or me for yeah. that matter. I'll sing to you. Maybe it's maybe they maybe they get dusted. I don't I know. I thought it just zapped them into dust. Because well, the problem is ones, you don't actually see it. I I remember seeing dust. I remember seeing dust. Sure. Sure you do. I'll have to watch it again. So anyways, the healthy clone comes back. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I found I found your clone hidey hole. They go down there and check it out. And uh, time is time is ticking away. The, yeah. The rescue crew is going to be there. And if the rescue crew finds the both of them, they're both toast. They're both toast easily. So... um. The good, the good clones. Like I have this idea, we're going, we're going to send you home. The fresh clone, the fresh Sam Six <laughs> says, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna do this. We're gonna hide you." They, they um, take the canisters of the HE three, yeah, and they put it in these uh, little pod things, and they shoot them off to Earth, right, for collection and use. So he's like, "We're gonna hide you inside one of the one of these pod things." Oh yeah, it'll take three days to get there, but. You'll get there. Right. And we have enough oxygen for you to, here's some oxygen and here's a little bit of food. And he's like, where am I going to take a crap? And he's like, you're just going to have to, in your pants, buddy. I could hold it for three days. Maybe. I've done it. I mean, in, re-entry into the Earth's atmosphere might shake That might shake loose. it. Ew. <laughs> might shake it loose. But, uh, so anyways, they, uh, they devised this plan. Um... And uh, Sam Five, old Sam, is like, "There's no way I'm going to survive that. No way. No chance." He's like, "You, you should go." And Sam Six is like, "No, you, you did your three years. It's cool. It's yeah. cool." He's like, "Nope. You gotta." Uh, oh, they wake up another. They get Gertie to wake up another clone. Yes, that's right. Because they the guys need to find the fresh clone, and they also need to find dead sam out in the crashed rover so what they're gonna do is they're gonna kill the new clone and hide the new clone in the crash 
crashed rover. Right. And uh, and but old Sam, old Sam's like, dude, you can't kill that guy. Yeah. He's like, put me back out there because I know you can't kill that guy because I couldn't kill the guy. Right. It's the same person. Very true. So, uh, so he goes out and he puts Sam Five back in uh, the crashed rover. Yep. And the rover. Uh, and and hurries back. Um, he grabs a canister. Ooh. And puts that in the little pod area thing yeah. with him. Um, and then uh, he wipes Gertie. So Gertie can't remember. And then Gertie's okay with it. Gertie's like, yeah. it's cool. I'm here to like. I'm here to help I'm you. I'm here to help you. That's my job. Uh, so he wipes Gertie. Gertie's going to starting to come back online. And he's, he gets in the in the pod thing. And as the door is closing, he sticks his hand back out and stops it. He realizes something else. He's got to do one last thing. So he gets back out, goes back into the command center, types some stuff in, and re-aligns uh, uh, the harvesters right so that way they'll hit and destroy the jamming towers yeah so that way when the new guy wakes up he'll be able to to speak to whoever yeah um and then he runs back in and he gets into the little pod just as the rescue crew gets there and he gets zapped off whoa launched to earth yeah so the and this is why we couldn't call the one prime sam prime earth sam because this, this Sam shows up Earth. there because we hear a bunch of uh, news chatter yeah. of people talking about how he's bl- the, this Sam clone blows the lid off of this, this program on Earth. Now, what is in that canister that he takes with him? It's got to be helium-3, right? Helium-3. Why does he take helium-3 with him? Probably because it's the newest fuel that earth uses for everything it's like crazy valuable so he can live yeah, that too so it's like 15 million dollars worth of helium three and he can live off of that over the three-year lifespan that he now has i would say so on uh, earth helium three yeah and and that's got it. that's moon yeah that's the end of the movie uh, it's, it, like, it's so short fast. we've gotten so fast at this i've well, heard it's a very just kind of straight ahead movie there's not it really is. there's not a lot to unravel it's just kind of like watch it realize yeah. it's good and, and enjoy it i've heard that um i've heard a rumor i don't know how true this is duncan jones hit us up uh that there 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 may be a follow-up to this oh uh, to this story and i would absolutely love to see what that follow-up would consist of i don't know what it would be but moon two moon two maybe try to turn some lights on in here it's kind of dark oh, in here. Yeah. you read my mind um, my so moon mind. Your moon mind. Moon mind. That'd be pretty cool. A sequel to this. I wonder what could happen. Maybe would 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 fresh Sam be on Earth still, and would the freshest Sam still be on the moon? And yeah, maybe. And then Prime Sam might be up to something. We could That's be talking possible. about possibly three Sam Rockwells in this movie. Yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. So, uh, radiation poisoning. Ugh. Starts with headaches. No, thank you. Bleeding, Ugh. pale skin, dizziness, and fevers. Oh no! Now, what if you tan on a regular basis and then you get radiation poisoning? You think your, your skin would just pale up just like that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to know. So the question is: Is it because of the work they're doing? Is it because they're sh- they're the process of being a clone is just your maybe it's a combination of the two? Or is the company dosing them with radiation? That could be possible as well. 
you know, to, to, to shorten their lifespan. Maybe maybe uh, Sam 6 that makes it to Earth yeah. has a longer lifespan than three years because he's not being dosed anymore. Maybe. Or at all. How much will $15 million be worth in the year 2035? I wonder. I mean, obviously it'll be worth $15 million, but... In 2035? I mean, I, I think it'll be, be... like. I think it'll be... Uh, you know, close-ish. Yeah, it won't be too crazy far off from what it is no, now. Nothing to sneeze at. No, I think it'd be great. I could do with fifteen million dollars. Mm-hmm. I'd figure out something to do with that. Now, this movie was written for Sam Rockwell. I'd remake Brewster's Millions, written for him specifically. Yeah, so uh, Duncan Jones was wanting to work with him on another project, and they couldn't ever like come to terms on stuff. Oh. So he just like wrote this movie and was like, "This is for Sam Rockwell." Wow. That's flattering. Yeah. And Kevin Spacey did the movie um, on the condition, or he said, I'll do it yeah. on the condition that I like the movie. Wow. Like, I want to see the finished product, and I and I have to like it. And then I'll do this part for you. And apparently he, like, loved the film, so he did it. And he, like, did his lines in, like, eight days. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Or maybe half a day. He didn't really. No, have he was all half a day. That much it, to say. It was special effects on the moon. All the miniature stuff was eight days. Cool. He did his stuff in half a day. Nice. That pro. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, he's. Ke- oh, he's here. Oh, oh hi. hi, hi, Kevin. Hello, Wes and Steve. Yeah, I am a pro. Thanks for mentioning that. Anyone fooled by that? I was uh, <laughs> in the studio for half a day to record my lines for Gertie and Moon. And. Uh, you're welcome. So I saw watch this. Ga- Game of Card Thrones. Yeah. What's my show called? Game House of, of Cards. House of Cards. Sure, watch that. Uh, Bye. <laughs> so I saw this movie that, at that uh, sounded that was him. Yeah, it was totally him. Uh, I saw this movie at a film festival. Yeah, and Duncan Jones was there, and uh, I kept raising my hand to ask this question, and there was a guy in like in front of me, and oh, I no. and everybody knew. That he, Duncan Jones was pointing to me. Yeah. But the guy in front of me kept thinking, oh, he wants to hear from me. So he kept. So finally. People like that need to find the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> so he finally. And then he, find he, the short way down. He finally addressed me like it, with like the shirt I was wearing. And oh, stuff. nice. And, uh, and, and the people around me erupted in applause. Oh, and that's I finally great. Got to ask my question. As they and should I, have. And I asked this question about Kevin Spacey because I found that to be one of the most intriguing things in the film. Because I feel like a lot of the stuff. Uh, you can pick up on your own, at least on multiple viewings. But the Kevin Spacey thing really intrigued me because um, Kevin Spacey has a voice and a demeanor that is somebody who always is one step ahead. Um, yeah, yeah, I he's, can see that. He's uh, not not necessarily always a bad, not a bad guy sounding kind of voice, right. but but he. He knows something that you yeah knows something that you don't know yeah and um you know my question was sort of like what was the reason for choosing someone like Kevin Spacey for such a small part but had like a really important role in this and he was talking about like sort of wanted that Hal nine thousand feel to it he wanted you to question whether or not Gertie was doing something nefarious and in a way he kind of was right, right. like he was um. Because uh, Gertie knew they were clones, and, and he, he never bothered to tell those. Guys. And he knew that he there was a way to speak to people off planet, right? Um, and he lied. He sure did. So, lying robot. Yeah. So he wanted that kind of Hal nine thousand feel for Gertie, which I thought worked really, really well. Because cool. when I first watched the movie, I wasn't sure, especially once you see him talking to the people on Earth. I'm irreplaceable, Wes. Oh wow, 
Hal 9000's here, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, Wes and Steve. Oh, boy. I bet my voice sounds a lot like Steve's right now, but you'd be wrong. Mm-hmm. Don't act like you don't love Hal 9000. Yeah. Uh, a lot of NASA people, this movie was shown to a lot of NASA people, too. From oh, what yeah? I understand. yeah? What did they have to say about it? Uh, I think they're the ones that asked why, uh, why they were mining on the wrong side of the moon, essentially. Oh, okay. Um, and that's where the uh, wildlife answer came from? That's where the wildlife answer came from. That's funny. Um, he uh, was asked in a, in a Q&A once about um, the look of the structure for the bunker. Because okay. if you notice, it's like it's the same color as the rest of the moon. And he was saying that if if we were going to put a base on the moon, we wouldn't send a structure up. We would build the structure there. Mm. Um, and apparently there was a NASA person in uh, the audience who had been working on developing a uh, a concrete mixture Whoa. made out of moon rock. Awesome. S- specifically, I think, for something like this. Not necessarily for harvesting, but for some type of moon base. Wow. You know it's coming. Yeah, one of these days. In our lifetime, I don't know, but one of these days we're working on it. I mean, The Martian I mean, was true. I mean... Which is a thing a lot of people think who go to the movies. Um, they think that's a true story, uh, and that makes me want to cry for America. Well, and our... Uh, the... The... the planned trip to mars yeah is within our lifetime probably at least get started in our lifetime well the, um, the planned trip yes the successful completion of it well yeah probably not. but but that that involves the building of multiple stations along the way right yeah. so uh is a moon base part of that i don't know but i think a moon base you know we have a um a friend uh who on Twitter goes by Space Colonizer. Oh, yeah. And uh, he would probably know something like this. I think this. he just tweet, uh, he did tweet at us. Tweet yeah, he tweeted at us today. Moon. Yeah, so he might might be able to weigh in. Maybe he could uh, send us a tweet. Yeah. And, uh, and weigh in on whether or not that's part of it. Let us base. know, Space Colonizer. When we get in that moon base. When can I buy moon property? Whoa. That'd be awesome. I want that moon property. Do you have a star yet in the star registry? I don't think I do, no. I don't either. I was mm-hmm. just wondering. That's right. I'm okay with it. I mean, I, I I got completely different news yesterday that's way better than the star. Yeah. Uh, but we are we done talking about moon? I feel like it. I mean, we completed it. All right. Nothing says, like, we can't bounce back into it if we need to. But what news uh, are you talking about? I, I could have a lifelong dream fulfilled yeah. soon in the next couple months, hopefully. I don't know if I should say In the next couple months? You heard, You were in the car when I heard about this. This is true. I don't remember you. Oh, oh yeah. Lifelong dream. Oh, yeah. Lifelong dream fulfilled in the next couple of months, I think. I think you should absolutely talk about it because uh, if the plan that we discovered yesterday doesn't work, there might be somebody who could still hook f- it up Facilitate somehow. it somehow. Uh, yeah. So, okay. This is crazy. This is like, like I was getting emotional in the car hearing about it. You were very excited. Um. And I heard tears. I didn't see them, but I can I, hear them. I may have shed a tear. I have always wanted always. to eat a monkey. Have you have you seen the the video of Kristen Bell on uh, Ellen with the yes, sloth? I have. And you remember how like crazy and like cry, how she was crying and stuff? That's probably what's gonna happen. Um, oh, somebody's knocking at the door. Oh my gosh, who could it why be? Why don't you Why don't you vamp for a second? All right, I'll vamp. And I'll hold your microphone without it getting too close to my microphone. And Wes is going to check the mystery door 
Boy, I sure do hope he's allowed to uh he's allowed to reveal what it is we're uh talking about with this lifelong dream of his. I have a lifelong dream, but uh oh, sure, I don't think I'll share it. Dream? Oh heck, I don't know. Oh, you were gonna make one up? No. I'd say the closest thing I have to a lifelong dream is that anytime I watch the movie The Toy starring Richard Pryor and Jackie Gleason, yeah. that night I'll always have the same dream. And that has been true since I was a little baby and first watched The Toy. Interesting. Maybe not a baby, but a toddler. Interesting. But we talk movies, so there's a movie dream. That's a racist movie right there, The Toy. Well, it is and it isn't. I mean, it's sort they, of a movie that... They say some pretty racist things in that movie. But it's a movie that's taking aim at racism. You know, it's a, it's a movie where... Yes, a black man is bought by a rich man to be his son's best friend and his quote-unquote toy. Yeah. But they also find out that that rich man unknowingly has ties to the KKK. And so his son's black man best friend and the son set out to expose Mm -hmm. those ties Mm -hmm. so that his father can be an honorable man and, and, you know, not get political gain from the kkk mm-hmm. so it's like yes it's 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 kind of a racist movie but it's a movie that's taking aim at racism i loved it as a kid i sure i probably still would if i watched it again all right i haven't so, seen it since like maybe two years so so your lifelong dream is to own a person no not at all my my lifelong dream is to maybe own a house in malibu and a house in my hometown that's of pennsylvania with toys. so that i can just Robots. fly back and forth anytime i want no robots for me, no. thank you. Okay. You saw how long it took me to get on the smartphone train. Yeah. Um, Five years before I got a smartphone. Your lifelong dream Lifelong was. dream. To pet a hippopotamus. Whoa. Full size or baby size? I don't care what it is. If it's a hippopotamus. Like, so there's, it's a multi-part dream. Because there's there's another there's another part where I'd like to just like spend a day just playing with a little hippopotamus like a little oh, baby one that'd be really great. But man. but man, I'm gonna settle for petting hippopotamus, and it sounds like there is a possibility that it's gonna happen. Now here's what we've learned about this. Yeah, um, they only do this on weekends. Only on weekends. They they sell out. Who are they? The, the zoo, the LA Zoo, does this on Los weekends. Los Angeles Zoo, Betty White's favorite place. Uh, it they had they. They sell tickets. There's only 15 people per day Whoa. can do it. It's only a 20 minute experience where wow. they like sh- talk about the hippos. They feed them, and you get to pet them through something, a fence yeah. or something. You get to take a picture with them. Um, and uh, it sells out within minutes. Every and nobody has ever canceled or not shown up. Well, sure. Um, How much is it? It's like I think it was like twenty bucks or something. No way. Well, you gotta have a zoo admission, which is probably sure. like twenty bucks. But yeah, and it's then like, just an extra twenty on top. That I seems almost like obscenely low. I know. If you work for the like, LA Zoo, do not repeat what I just said. Uh, if you work for the LA Zoo, hook me hook up. Hook up Wes because he's um, a boy and he loves hippos. I see. I'd go in for something like this with orangutan, but that'd probably sure. be very dangerous. Well, I mean, I can't be more dangerous than a hippopotamus. But a baby hippo is safer than a baby orangutan. Well, they have a, they do, they have a full size hippo and a baby Ooh. hippo. And I saw a picture yeah. on their website, and there's a person standing right in front of the gate, and the big one and the little one are there, and the <gasps> little one's sticking its head through the gate. Oh my god! I know that's great. So I have been so okay. So here's what's crazy about it, and here's what happened. Why we found out about this? Yeah. I was telling you yesterday on our way back from the movie screening, I had a dream. Oh, yeah. On Friday night, Friday. I woke up Saturday morning 
having woken up from this fantastic dream where I got to pet a hippopotamus. Oh. And then that day, yeah. we find out there is a way to do that. Pretty awesome. Yeah. So next week, next weekend, I've got to uh, try and buy a ticket two months out. Wow. To pet a hippopotamus. Oh, is it rosy? Uh, the baby one is, the baby one is Rosie, I believe. (gasps) That's adorable. Mara is the big one. Mara. Mara and Rosie. Oh man. Mara and Rosie. I had a crush on a girl named Mara in high school. I have a crush on Mara and Rosie at the LA Zoo. They might have a crush on you if you're not careful. They crush you. That's for sure. Yeah. Stomp you. So, uh, okay. So let's, let's real quickly talk about, uh, tabletop day. Tabletop day. It's April 30th. Every year we do, uh, we participate in tabletop day. This is the fourth year. Wow. Is it already? Yep. Wow. Um, and we do it differently than some people. Okay. Uh, most people just do it as a day to celebrate games and playing games with each other. We do that, but we do it, um, uh, as a way to raise awareness and a little bit of money for pancreatic cancer research. As a lot of people who know me, um, know, that my father died from pancreatic cancer in 2009. Oh, gosh. Um, after about a year, um, he was diagnosed with stage four. He was only given a few months, but he made it uh, maybe a little more than a year. All right. And uh, and so we do this um, to raise money for the Lustgarten Foundation. Lustgarten um, Foundation. Mark Lustgarten worked for Cablevision, got pancreatic cancer, and died. They created this foundation. And what they do is uh, Cablevision underwrites the the foundation. So when Whoa. people donate money, unlike most charities, most um, none of this money goes to uh, admin costs right. or advertising. Or whatever. It goes directly to research. 100% of donations people make goes to research. And awesome. that's super, super important because the mortality rate for uh, – uh, people with pancreatic cancer is atrocious. Atrocious. So it's, it's what got Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze, um, uh, Henry Mancini, Michael Landon, yeah. Sally Ride. Um, oh, yeah, I mean a lot of a lot of Peach Steve Jobs. Yeah. Um, what's the guys in the guitarist from the the Cars? Uh, one of the guys from the Who. I don't know music very well. Sorry. Um, the guys from the Who. Yeah. Oh, oh, probably John Entwistle. Dizzy Gillespie. Um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of really, you know, like a lot of names you might know. Um, but, uh, last January, my aunt on my mother's side died from pancreatic cancer. Oh my cancer. gosh. So, so we're also, um, doing this sort of a memory. So of, this is uh, war. Yeah, this is absolutely war. Um, roughly, um, 46,000 people were diagnosed with pancreatic cancer in mm. 2015, uh, Little more than forty thousand people died from pancreatic cancer in two thousand fifteen. So, um, if you get diagnosed, it's not a, a good situation. No. Um, so, Gee whiz. Uh, it is slowly overtaking other cancers as the most deadly cancer. So, oh, terrific. Um, so, it, it, this is really important because, um, unlike other cancers like breast cancer, for example, which is is terrible and and very deadly um there there are there's screening for that there's early right. detection for that and that has changed the numbers from um 
being, you know, a death sentence to what it is now where it's, it can be manageable. Right. Um, the problem is there's no early detection for pancreatic cancer. So by the time they find it, mm. uh, it's so difficult to diagnose that it's oftentimes too late. Oh, no. So, um, so you know, every single dollar going to a place where 100% of the donations go to research Pretty really, awesome. really makes a difference. It means something. Oh, so yeah. uh, it me- could mean that we have early detection sometime soon. So, um you know, a cure would be great, but uh, right now I'd settle for some type of way to detect it. Right. So, amen to uh, that. So we're going to do this event Saturday, April thirtieth. So well, the Saturday after this comes out. That's so soon. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to do tabletop day. We're going to play uh, games from twelve in the afternoon Pacific time to eight oh, yeah. p.m. Sometimes we go a little later than that. Uh, we're actually going to stream the whole thing online this year. We're going to stream it on Twitch. Yeah. Twitch TV. Twitch uh, TV. So twitch.tv slash no lag till Brooklyn is going to nice. be the channel. Uh, we'll put that up on the, uh, the the donation page. People can donate at Lustgarten, L-U-S-T-G-A-R-T-E-N dot org. Dot org. Slash Tabletop Day 2016. That's a 2016. Nice. Um, and we'll put that in the uh, podcast description as well. And uh, like I said, every dollar counts. So even if you only have a dollar to donate, it's still appreciated and uh, and it means a lot. So I hear you. And 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 we'll we'll be chatting with people during the during the event. And it's going to be fun. Um, yeah, we've got. Uh, it's always fun. We got some really great games. We've never uh, we've never played a game twice on tabletop day. We've always played a new game. That's one of our sort of. That's our, true. Our, huh? Yeah, it's one of the rules that um, my wife Desi and I we sort of set. Um, once we hit the second year, we yeah. decided that we're never going to play a game more than once on the sh- on the stream. Whoa! So, um, so new games this year. New games. Yeah, we're really excited about it. One of which I'm pretty excited too. One of the games is really cool. Um, I'm still learning it. Yeah. It was. I went to Gen Con last year. Oh yeah. In uh, Indianapolis. Is that where that was? Yep. Holy shnikes! Indianapolis. Yeah, I think so. Um, and, uh, this game was crazy hard to get. Which game? It's called Mysterium. Oh yeah. And I wanted to get it, but it was constantly sold out. They only sold like X number every day and it was always sold before. So they always had like a pre opening. So people with certain badges could get in an hour ahead of everyone else. And it was sold out within minutes every day. And so I never got a copy of it. So now I have a finally have a copy. And I'm really excited that we're going to get to play it for Tabletop Day. I can see it from here. Yeah, it's right over there. It's taunting us. Learning it. I'm learning it now. Um, so, Damn. yeah. So join us for that and possibly some Exploding Kittens. <gasps> yeah. The game. Go. The game. Not actual. Not the real ones, no. But we are going to combine the regular Exploding Kittens deck with the not suitable for work Exploding Kittens deck. Oh, snap. Oh, yeah. So if you want to smoke crack with Baby Owl, it could happen in Exploding Kittens. Oh, my gosh. Tabletop Day. April 30th. Smoke crack with a baby owl. 12 p.m. Pacific time. Nice. All right, everybody. We're shortening it this year, aren't we? We shortened it a little bit. This year I wanted it to be... So last year we had a huge focus um, on making it as big as we could. Yeah. We had a lot of sponsors. Um, yeah. Geek and Sundry sent us uh, a full... Not a full kit. A, uh, a mini kit. of The yeah. retail kit. Where, so we were able to give away a lot of prizes and things. We had uh, Pizza Hut sponsored us. Wingstop sponsored us. Starbucks wow. sponsored us. Uh, we also had uh, Noah's Bagels, Misty Lee Cosmetics, oh, yeah. uh, Squirmy Beast, 
Darby Pop, all those companies sponsored us, gave us yeah. prizes and things. And I made a, awesome. a fairly conscious effort this year yeah. to say we've done three years in a row full of prizes and sponsors. Yeah. This year I want to bring the focus back to why we're doing it. To strictly money to Lust Garden. Money to Lust Garden. And to spend time with the people that we love. Cool. So, because that's, you know, at the end of the day, like, try not to get too emotional on the podcast. That's okay, brother. Um, if I could play a game with my dad yeah. right now, that means way more to me than all the sponsors and the free prizes and things like that. Um, so... Steve, I love that you're coming and that you're going to spend the day with us. You're giving some, him a thumbs You're up. a person that I love, and oh, uh, and and that's what this is about is is um, too, man. spending time with these people that we love and uh, making the most out of that time. So, so this year it's going to be less about the sponsors. Although we do have a couple. So I love both of you too, Dave. <laughs> so, I'm still in here. All right, emotional plea for research money. <laughs> it's done. There you go. Um. So I think that's it, huh? Do you have anything else you want to add? <gasps> follow us at VTRT Movies. Yes, follow Twitter. Wes at Movie, at movie Hippo. Hippo. Uh, we're also on Instagram. We we're do occasionally Instagram, Instagram yeah, at VTRT Movies. Very occasionally. We're on Facebook. We're definitely on Facebook. Look for us on all the all the best social medias because there's way too many social medias out there now. Sure. So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm down to keep it to those three. Yeah, I don't think we're. We're not tumbling it up. No, tumbler on. I think Vine's pretty much out. I feel like yeah. a lot of people. Are We're sick not of periscoping Vine already. I feel like periscopes. Pretty much people are sick of that by the sounds of it. Yeah. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram—they're holding strong. We'll hold strong with them. And you're at Steve in Noho Wood. Steve in Noho Wood. Oh, somewhere out there. Uh, mm-hmm. I was on the red carpet last weekend for Long Arm of the Leprechaun, <laughs> yes. and I did like four or five interviews. Yeah. I haven't been able to find any of them yet, but it was for the Hollywood Comedy Shorts Festival. So somewhere out there are some funny interviews with me and my leading lady, Mary O'Neill, and we had a great time on the red carpet. Fancy. So look for those, and if I find them, I'll post them and share them, and hopefully you'll get a laugh. Great. Yeah. All right. Ooh, we haven't picked anything from the Muppet. Oh, you are so that was close. Right. You was, almost, we, well, who? I thought about it after we talked about the movie, and I thought, no, let's save it till after we talk about Tabletop Day. That's good. So, but just now, we almost signed off. I know. You're right. You're absolutely right. Here you go, Steve. Here, let me take the lid off for you. Hold on. Oh, man. Oh, that's probably so loud in the microphone. Be. All you, right. You know what it's going to be? I'm going to mix no, it No, I'm up wondering what it's going to be. I'm excited. This I is... want it to be another one that I put in there. I'm, I'm getting greedy now. Oh, really? Yeah. Now that we watched Hodorowski's Dune and Dune, now you're yeah, like, you I'm like, well, Moon is not enough. <laughs> all West movies all the time. All right. All right. You can hear me really mixing it around. He is. He's mixing it around. One of these days, you know what I think we should do? I think we should do a live episode on Twitch, and we'll also Whoa. record at the same time. You I'm got one there? That is not one of mine. I got a really long piece of paper that says... The Bicycle Thieves. That's from uh, that's from the AFI list. Oh. Actually, it says Bicycle Thief, parentheses, Thieves. So does that mean it's one or the other? Uh, it's one and becomes many or multiple. I think it's one and becomes two, maybe. Bicycle Thief. No, so 100% for sure. Our, I've never seen it. Me either. So for our next uh, episode, which will be after Tabletop Day... Make sure you watch Bicycle Thief. Two weeks away. 
Holy shnikes. Gotta know. I'm weeks. tempted to IMDb this real quick and yep. make sure there's sure. not only or that there's only one movie by this title. Oh, I had IMDb open. As do I. Um, it looks like... Thieves. I got Thieves. I'm also getting Bicycle Thieves. 1948. Wowzers. Oh, man. A French movie from 1948? I feel like I'm really screaming into my microphone right now. Is it now. French or is it Italian? What is it? Uh, Ladri di... Ladri di bicicletta. Bicicletta. Starring Enzo Staiola, Lamberto Vittorio Maggio. Vittorio De Sica. So yeah, I'd have sounds, to say that's Italian, probably huh? Italian. All right, Bicycle Thieves. Don't let us down. Legendary movie that's older than both of us. Yeah. All right. All right, so Bicycle that, Thieves. That's it. Bicycle Thieves. Two weeks, guys. We'll see you then. Uh, d- definitely tune in for Tabletop Day, and we'll see you later.